Hey there, everyone. I'm Ashley Blinton, and you're watching The Fifth Quarter. It's our Friday night wrap-up show where we bring you the things that are happening around the Houston sports scene. And it's the last Friday of 2019, as well as the decade. So I'm not ready to move out of football just yet. On this week's episode of The Fifth Quarter, we're going to throw it back to last weekend where we had two Houston area teams take home state championships. And first off, we've got Shadow Creek who beat Denton Ryan in the last minutes of the game. It was a great game from both of these teams as uh, Shadow Creek won 28-22. But here's the post-game sound from the Sharks. We just, you know, a lot of things have clicked into place for us and couldn't be happier for our kids and our community. It's big. tough it was tough and and you know coming out of the Houston area we take a lot of pride in the fact that we feel like we played in a very very difficult district all year and uh, you know felt like we when we come out of there whoever comes out is going to be tested and so you know take a lot of pride and uh, hope these teams tomorrow do great for Houston too. Coach, when you see that ball finally hit the ground knowing you won state champion, how's that feel? Well, it was, it was wonderful, a sense of relief, um, and, uh, you know, just tickled to death for our, for our family and our community. Heart rate doing well? Yeah, it's about to jump out of my chest. Coach, <laughs> we talked about your defense all season long. In the end, it was the defense that helped win the state championship. Yeah, it really was. You know, offensively, we, made, we had a couple of miscues here and there. We didn't protect the football as well as I would have liked to, but but, you know, we made the plays when we had to, and defense was just, again, just solid like they've been all year. With a senior class that went through all the long road trips, not playing a real varsity schedule to finishing their senior career with this. Yeah, I mean, you and I have talked about it before. I mean, this is the first group that's been at Shadow Creek for four years. They're a special group, a tight bond with them and with the coaches, and just very, very excited for them. You know, a lot of people, you, you set out goals and you work for them, but, you know, it, it, it feels really good when things fall into place. Talk about the perseverance tonight. Both teams really yeah. laid it out. Yeah, I, I was just, that's what I was saying. You got to tip your hand to Ryan, too. I mean, it was a slugfest, you know, coming in. We knew that both teams were very similar as far as we both kind of prided ourselves on, on playing really good defense, and I think that showed tonight. I mean, it was tough sledding out there for, for both teams. How proud are you? I'm just extremely, extremely excited for them and proud of them. What's going on this year with you, this group, very special. It is. Well, you know, I mean, personally, you know, I, when we were here a year ago, my dad, you know, was battling cancer, died shortly after the season, and, uh, you know, just such a feeling for me to know that, you know, he and all his buddies, his football fans up there, you know, sitting around, they've got a smile on their face tonight, and, and just very, very gratifying for me on a personal note. And then, second of all, just for our community, the work our kids have done, like I said, when you set goals, it's wonderful when you have the buy-in and the belief among a group of people and things end up turning out, you know, on the good side. So could not be happier for, for everybody involved. A huge congrats to the Sharks as they take their first ever school championship in their very short two years. Uh, that is such an exciting storyline to me. But up next, we'll have some sound from the two-time reigning state champions, the North Shore Mustangs. Don't forget to catch our extended coverage of the high school football season each week on The Warm-Up, presented by your local Houston area Geico agents. 
We will get you ready for all the action this Thursday on all our social media outlets. It hasn't been done since the early 2000s. Bringing back to Houston state championship titles two years in a row. Well, North Shore took that challenge and ran with it as they beat the Dungaville Panthers once again in the 6A Division I state title game. School head coach John Kay. Coach, if you could introduce your two student athletes and coach. Okay, this is um, Demetrius Davis. He's a junior quarterback. This is Corey Flagg. He's a senior linebacker. This is our offensive coordinator, Willie Gaston. Open the floor for questions. How does it feel, uh, second uh, state championship in a row? I was preparing for that one outside, and I thought it was coming. <laughs> uh, you know, it, we, we really hadn't talked about going back-to-back -back or winning championships. I don't know that that's really sink in yet. You know, it's such a – when you coach high school athletes, they change from game one to game 15, let alone from year one to year two. So, I mean, there's so much crazy change in these kids' lives when you're talking about 365 days. Um, you know, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a huge win for the program, and, uh, you know, we're going to continue to build but the the, the diff every team has its own personality and, and so I think we've been focused so much on this 2019 team trying to block out all the uh, all the things that, that come along with winning a state championship last year that uh, I, I know personally I just haven't I haven't really thought about it in back to back what are some of those challenges and keys to being able to block out last year really focusing on this and, you know, for me, it's it's the advent of social media. You know, I mean, um, our kids don't really struggle with confidence, and so for us, it's a it's a constant management of finding people, which is very easy to do nowadays. Telling you that you're God's gift to football, when when the reality is you still have a lot of work to do, both personally and athletically. And I think that's what separates our kids uh, from, from a lot is they come from a family and they come from a community that is constantly trying to improve and understanding that the the adversity that's in front of them. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of kids born with a silver spoon in their mouth, so they're used to having to earn it day in and day out. So for us as coaches, I, I think it's a little bit easier for us to manage um, those expectations because of the way that they live their daily lives. Coach, can you talk about your offensive game plan? Well, the game plan was to come out and be able to establish the run game. Um, we've been running the ball the last couple of weeks uh, really well, so that was the game plan to come out and make sure we get the run game going. You know, it's it's high school athletics, and you know, Coach Gast and I are public educators first and foremost. That's why we got into this, and so um, I, I don't think there's a person in this room that that you know hasn't made done some things that maybe they regret. Or, but you know, for us, um, you know, that that's going to come first. So it, it's not an indictment on anybody. It's just uh, at the end of the day, we're going to coach the kids that are here. Uh, I thought our our coaches did a phenomenal job of that. Uh, these players, they they together and um, you know I, I just think that's the testament to our depth the way that these kids work and uh, you know that's about all I'll say on that John there was a report that it was because of a cell phone and he was sent phone you know can you confirm yeah, that? I'll say about that I, you know I'm not going to discuss a, a teenage kids you know issues that are going on because the reality is we deal with that every single day and and so you know if, if I'm going to discuss every issue that we've had we'd be here a very long time obviously the stage is what it is but uh, you know the integrity of this program comes first I inherited it uh, uh, under David Amon, and so uh, you know that's our responsibility to make sure that that's protected. There's the defense. Like last year was the Hail Mary. This year is that fourth and one play. Seemed like that was the biggest play of the game. Just talk about what went in that, and Corey, you also talk about it as well. 
Yeah, I mean, um, we, we've been talking about, we talked about it in our staff meeting about just kind of some third quarter woes that we've had here recently. And, and uh, I think a lot of the fingers get pointed to the defensive side, but the reality is we've had huge special teams errors that have put us in bad positions. We've had turnovers on offense that have been put us in bad positions. So it was a collective discussion about what we can be doing better coming out of the third quarter. And, um, you know, we, we met long and hard on that as a staff to try and make some adjustments, which, you know, I give credit to our coaches, the fact that you know, here we are heading into our second state championship game, and we're they're still searching for ways to improve and take the next step. And, I, and again, I think that leadership spills over into our kids. And uh, you know, our defense has, has been much maligned lately. All of a sudden, people feel like North Shore forgot how to play defense because we've been playing some explosive offenses. And you know, in, in situational football, sometimes you step back and, and allow some things to happen, knowing that you know what, what difference does it make if you win by seven or if you win by fifty-seven when you're talking about the postseason. That's just the nature of the beast and uh, to see those kids come out in the second half and shut out a offense like Duncanville and I, I don't you know uh, again uh, Jaquindon Jackson is, is a generational talent there's no question about it the kid's phenomenal but they got all, they're dripping with talent and they're extremely well coached and for these kids to come together and make those adjustments and execute on the largest stage I think uh, all the credit goes to them and their coaches when you got the news that you guys want to be short of a um, did you kind of feel any pressure that you had to step up a little bit more? Uh, no, I just relied on my uh, running back, Roger Hagan. I just relied on my uh, the next man up, you know, Roger Hagan. I knew he, he started last week, so I had complete confidence in him. So, yeah. Uh, I just played my game, you know, uh, relied on my teammates and my coaches, and we came out to win. Um, so, same thing Demetri said. We just played our game. We relaxed. We focused on the ball. We played no show football. We came out on top. Coach K uh, and then Coach Gast, uh, when you have a quarterback like Demetrius who has sort of been here before, I mean, how much do you think that helps prepare him? And, and when you are going to be without some of your top talents, how much does it help to have a quarterback like that that you can rely on? Well, having a, a kid like Demetrius uh, taking the snaps is, you know, you, you got to feel comfortable as, as a coach knowing how how much of an explosive player he is throwing the ball and running the ball. So, you know, when you got a player like that and a quarterback that can go out there and understand the offense and execute the offense as well as he does, you, you feel pretty good about it. Well, coaches, uh, you just talk about Roger Higgins, Jerry, I guess at this point last two weeks. You know, Roger Hagan is, is um, you know, he and his family, I, I think, are just stalwarts in our community. And here's a kid that was uh, a seventh grade B team quarterback, uh, you know, at, at our middle school, our feeder, and an eighth grade B team quarterback. And, you know, uh, worked his tail off at quarterback and, you know, competed with Demetrius for quarterback reps. And you look at him in the weight room, I think that just kind of hit it one day. You just, all of a sudden, you look at a, a kid that looks like a grown man because of, of what he's been taught, just nothing but work. And, and, and he has poured his, his, his soul into this program. And, uh, you know, for us, there, we, we trust him like we would trust any player out there. And, and he's earned it. And I think when you've earned it like he's earned it, you appreciate it a little bit more. And, uh, again, I think all of us up here uh, to, to varying degrees are in that underdog role. You know, I mean, you talk about Willie who played at North Shore and, you know, was a free agent signing in the NFL and had to earn every
everything that he did and, and I think he appreciated that journey more because it wasn't something that he was just naturally I mean obviously you got you play in the league you're naturally gifted but that 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 journey to have to to earn those rights that's Roger Hagan and that's so many of our kids in our community like Willie like Corey like Demetrius that uh, you know I just think it's a great storybook that encapsulates all of us not just Roger you had a big compliment from Coach Samples um, that was saying um, it doesn't matter who you have out there. He basically said, we have seen you score 50, 60 points with a full roster and without a full roster. Can you just tell us and talk to us about the stability of this program and what makes this squad special to be able to overcome adversity? I just think it's the overall depth, like Coach said earlier, is having guys being willing to step up and accept roles and understand when they got their numbers called, they go out there and perform. And like, you know, going back to Roger Hagan, being a backup quarterback who still is listed as a backup quarterback and also a guy we can put out there running back. He's, you got two guys like that with him and Demetrius on the field. You got two smart kids on the field that understand the offense and understand where holes should be hit at when it, when it says time to run the ball. And he just did a good job. And I think our overall depth and the way we practice to get guys ready for moments like this, you know, we can't say enough for not just me, but, you know, our offense coaching staff, our defense coaching staff. We Our job is to get kids developed to play. When and, uh, talk about, like, the running backs and quarterbacks, nobody talks about the size and just the athleticism of your offensive line. They just seem like they get kind of forgotten, but these are some big time of linemen. Talk about what role they played over the past two years to get y'all two state champions. Well, I tell you, Coach Lass, our O-line coach, and Coach Amaya, assistant O-line coach, they do a great job with those guys every day in practice. They're hard on them. They're demanding. And those guys are as coached up as, you know, anybody on the field. And, you know, credit to Coach Lass for getting those guys ready. And, you know, we had, you know, trouble at the beginning of the year where we was moving people around. We lost uh, Xavier Dubois early in the year. So we had to piece some guys together. And we had guys step up on that O-line and, and like you said, and that's man up with the depth. And, well, I think those guys do a great job getting those guys ready to play. Coach, why are you guys so prepared? Uh, I mean, this has been an explosive offense at times. Why are you guys so prepared to play different styles of football that you can win ugly and you can win explosive? I don't know that I've ever won ugly, to be honest with you. You know, as, as we sit up here, to, to me, you know, it's. Um, I think the 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 creativity of of our offensive staff and Coach Gaston specifically, I think, is is one of those things that uh, it's it comes from. I, I think you know he's got a defensive background, he's got an offensive background, so he understands how to layer play calling. He understands um, situational football. He understands how the defense is playing, and um, you know the, the reality is we. We, if you ever had an ugly win, it might have been in 2015 when we were, you know, way less talented on offense. And, and Coach Gaston at the time was our defensive backs coach. And, and I remember talking to him afterwards, and he said, "Man, I thought we called a great game." And, and so many people were talking about the ugliness of that win. And, and his was kept the clock moving, kept the defense off the field, stayed in great situations, not afraid to punt the ball. That's football. You know, and, and so I think oftentimes it gets lost in Hail Marys and 58 points. But this is a field position game. This is, you know, the uh, historically a war game, you know, for, for lack of a better word. And I think his understanding of when it's time to open it up and when it's time to put the foot on the, you know, the brakes, not for the betterment of the offense, but for the win, uh, I think is uh, is pretty much the difference. Is that exemplified by that third and 11 then, you know, you know, after they call a timeout, what you just mentioned? There's no question. You know, I mean, Willie's talking to me on the headsets and, and 
his first thing is, Coach, I want to take a shot here. I think we got it. I know you want to run the ball to make him burn another timeout, but I think we got it. And, and uh, you know, again, it's it's one of those when, when, when he says he's got it, then I step back. I mean, that's, you know, I, I, if, if I've learned anything, it's how to step out of the way and, and let guys do their job. And, and so same way it was last year. It was that situation, and uh, it was there, and uh, that was a backbreaker. Could you, could you take me through that uh, that uh, fourth and one and what you saw? Right, it was the same thing we do in practice. Man, we go through situations like that on a daily through, throughout the week. So it was nothing to us. You know, we just lined up. We know we had our backs against the wall. And we just made a stop. Corey, for this defense, I know Coach K mentioned over the last few weeks, man, there's been some talk about the defensive unit, but for y'all to shut out Darnville in the second half, what does that mean for you to end your high school career with that note? Man, it's a huge blessing, man. I got to tip my head off to Coach Cross, Coach Wynn, you know, all, all, the whole defense coaching staff for just giving me right and just, just keeping me upbeat and keeping the players upbeat and just make sure we know our keys and read our keys and playing ball. Question from the back. Yeah, Coach K, uh, it's tough to repeat. Can you put a bow on this season that we're talking about, not just today, but the journey all throughout the season? What are you going to remember most about this team this year? I, I think it was our, our kids' buy-in of, of what we've been doing as a staff for, you know, the last last five, six years or whatever it's been, of, of just trying to constantly improve and, and making that the focus. And, uh, you know, we, we come into a game against Katie on ESPN as champs and national and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, I think our kids found out, as you will when you play programs like that, that maybe there are some rooms for improvement. And um, in this day and age, and probably in all of our day and age, it's hard for adolescent kids to take a hard look in the mirror and realize that they have work to do. You know, it's hard for me as a grown man, despite the fact that I do it daily. And so, uh, you know, I, I thought it was just the maturity of our kids to understand, you know, it's time to go to work. And, and, and you know, it's sometimes easier to say when, when it's after a loss like that. But I think the, the fact that they did it equally after wins is, is what separated them and, and why they were able to overcome the adversity we felt today. We have two questions left. Demetrius, I mean, a lot of quarterbacks want to keep chucking the ball down the field. They want to move fast. They want to put up a lot of uh, stats and stuff like that. I mean, in those moments where you guys are bleeding out the clock, I mean, how comfortable are you in those situations just kind of taking it one play at a time, letting it uh, go down? Well, I was very comfortable. You know, I believed in my teammates, the defense. They were playing really good. So, you know, I just believed in them. You know, I had to run the clock out. You know, the O-line was blocking great. We was getting four-plus yards every play. So, as long as I believed in them, uh, we just got our job done. And Demetrius and, uh, Demetrius and uh, Corey, what was y'all's message to y'all's teammates uh, going in the second half? And then to Demetrius, um, talk to us about what it's going to take to get the three-peat. Uh, just 24 more minutes, you know, just had the ball off for 24 more minutes, and we did that. And what it's going to take to repeat, you know, just start in January, you know, uh, get better with the underclassmen, people in my grade, you know, as long as we just get prepared, we'll be good for next year. Um, I think I think a huge thing was we got out early, out of uh, out of halftime. We came out early and we stretched. We stretched real good. We came out. We fired off the ball and we um, we got a couple of huge stops. And you know, Demetrius did his thing. He was composed and he stepped up. Could both the players just talk about bringing this title back to the school, to the community. I know you guys play with the community on your shoulder. Uh, yeah, they uh, every game, no matter how far it is, you know, them guys love us. So, you know, as long as we just keep putting on for them, you know, we're going to keep making them happy. Yeah, man, we got to tip our head off to our community, man. They gave us a whole sitting on thing, man. We, we just really appreciate them from the administrators to the to the just, just the community itself, Dr. Williams, everyone, you know, we, they, they love us. They take care of us. It could be anywhere they come to our game. 
A huge congrats to John Kay and his North Shore Mustangs as they took home that 6A Division I state title. When we come back, we're going to change gears a little bit and give you some basketball as we have a head coach from one of the biggest schools in the area on with us. Watch Inside High School Sports to catch this week's Chevy Spotlight, brought to you by your Houston area Chevy dealers. Visit your nearest Chevy dealer to test drive their award-winning products. And we're back with the fifth quarter. We're going to switch things up now as we are moving into basketball season and the basketball portion of uh, Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports. And we caught up with one of the best teams in the greater Houston area as their head coach talked to us about his squad while he was up in the Metroplex at the Whataburger. Coach, uh... Talk to us about your year thus far. We were talking to LJ a little bit. He said a little bit of a disappointment in the record, but uh, you know, you guys have, it looks like have maybe battled some injuries. Just catch us up on where your team's at. Uh, well, it's been an up and down year, um, battling injuries. Um, it's, it's always it's always seems like it's something, but I mean, you know, the thing about our guys, they're resilient. They don't ever quit. They refuse to roll over. So um, even now, we're down to seven, eight guys, but you know, they refuse to quit. So we're playing with those seven, eight guys. And talk about your team. Yeah, I can take it if you want. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, talk about your team. Uh, you can just look this way. Um, about uh, you start the season pretty highly ranked, and that can be a blessing and a curse. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I always tell the kids, um, don't worry about rankings. Don't worry about numbers because the first time you lose a game, then, you know, you plummet. And, you know, we've had an up-and-down season. So, I mean, it just kind of proved what I was trying to tell them. But, you know, rankings are good. Rankings are great, but they don't really prove who you are because, you know, no matter what our record is, you know, you never know what you're going to get when you when we're on the court. It's a great season in KDISD for football, obviously. Mm -hmm. All four teams having great years in their own rights. Mm -hmm. Talk about basketball districts coming up. What do you see in there? Um, you know, we have such great coaches in KD, and, and I mean, like, great coaches. Some nights it feels like we're coaching against college coaches. So, you know, it's so unpredictable in our district. Uh, you know, people keep saying, you know, we should win it, and, but we don't look at it that way. We believe we got to go out and play every single game because everybody's going to give us a test. Um, because of the great coaching, I mean, even – the, those that don't, that may not have the greatest players, are still going to play hard, and they're still going to bring their best against us because great coaches and great kids. You've got uh, a trio of players who played together for a while now, and mm -hmm. Sellers and Cryer and, and Lampkin. Just mm -hmm. talk about uh, what it's like for you as a coach to have them all as seniors now, and th this has a chance to be a really special year for you guys. It, it, yeah, you're right. Um, it's bittersweet. You know, you, you want you can't wait to see what happens next year. You know, when they're you know at the next level, but you hate to see them go also because you know we built this program around them. Um, they came in as freshmen, and honestly, I became the head coach when they were freshmen, so we all started together. So it's kind of it's, it's bittersweet. You know, you want to cheer them on next year and kind of see you know where their careers go, but at the same time, you know, we'll miss them, and um, it's going to be a huge, 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 huge gap to fill. But I mean, you know, the kids come behind them playing hard, and they've had the the opportunity to play against these guys every day in practice. So I'm hoping it pays off for you know the upcoming years. But uh, it's going it's, it's going to be bittersweet. We'll miss them. Let's talk about this tournament a little bit. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a great couldn't ask for a better start. It's, right. You don't expect anything that easy right. in tournaments like this, and you know going forward it's going to be a lot tougher. Do you know who you play next? No, uh, I'm not sure yet. I have to check the bracket. Okay. Number two, how far do you think this team can go? I mean, I, you know, the goal is always to win these things, but at right. the same time, you're also finding out some things about your team that's going to help you know. Right. I, I honestly believe that, that we can go as far as we decide we want to go. I mean, um, you know, we're down. We, we have eight. 
uh, seven, eight, or whatever now. But I mean, the way they play at times, it, it's hard to to deny them. You know what I mean? And when they decide they want to play hard, who knows what could happen? Um, you know, you kind of want to get through and you know get ready to district because district is really what gets us. You know, what really counts when it comes to the playoffs. But I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, I have a feeling they make up their minds. We'll be okay. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time, Coach. Uh, we are so excited to be kicking off basketball season in the new year uh, starting next week. But we will have all of the highlights from the state championship games as well as basketball season. We've been at the Whataburger. We've been at games around the greater Houston area. We're going to have all the great basketball highlights uh, coming to you starting tomorrow on KHU 11 at 11 p.m on Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports. Uh, I'm Ashley Bullington. Thank you so much for watching Fifth Quarter.